Which belief is running your injury recovery? Well, that's what we're talking about today on the Doc on the Run podcast. Before we get started, I just want to mention that I've made something for you that I think you're going to find really helpful if you're listening to this episode. It's called the Stress Fracture Masterclass. And what it will do is it will help you understand how bad your stress fracture really is. You're going to learn the differences between stress response and stress reaction, stress fracture, and what all that really means to a recovering runner who wants to run. So check it out at the end of the episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Look, there are really two sort of mindsets that actually affect injured runners, either faith or doubt. And fear and faith don't live in the same place. You've got to have one or the other. So I want you to also realize that faith and doubt are both beliefs. So let's talk about a runner who wants to run a four-hour marathon. This is something we all understand. You know, we sign up for the Houston Marathon, and you want to make sure that you can finish that race in four hours. Well, there are a couple of ways you could find out whether or not you're actually going to finish that race in your goal time when you show up on the starting line and then cross the finish line in Houston. One way is that right after you sign up for the race, you just put on your running shoes, you run out the door, you go 26.2 miles, and you look at your watch, see how long it takes. Well, obviously, if without training, you can run out the door and go four hours, you know you can train and then show up for the Houston Marathon and actually finish that race in four hours. Now, probably more sensible way is to actually put on your running shoes, go out and run one mile. And what you can do is you can figure out your magic number based on that one mile to get your VO2 max and actually do some calculations with some well-established rules of calculation based on short distances like running one mile that actually show you how far you should be able to run your marathon given that level of fitness. And then you can train to make your marathon goal time. So now if you want to run a marathon in four hours, of course, that pace is about nine minutes and nine seconds per mile. Well, your mile time, the sort of magic number is about 729. So if you go out and you run one mile as fast as you can, and you can finish it in under seven and a half minutes, you should have confidence based on that, those calculations that you're going to actually be able to do your marathon in four hours. So what that means is that you would then go out and train and you would do easy runs at about you know, 10 minutes and 11 seconds to around 11.11. You would do your threshold runs at somewhere around eight and a half minute miles and you would do mile repeats at a little bit faster than 7.30. So you'd work up to where you're getting to go about 7.15 or so on your mile repeats. If you really want to be confident, if you want to have faith that you're going to run that marathon in four hours. Now, if you want to do these calculations for whatever your projected goals are, you can go to docontherun.com and click on the podcast tab for this episode, and we'll have a calculator that you can use to put these numbers in for your marathon specifically, your goal time, and then show you what you should be doing for some training targets based on the same kind of numbers I just gave you. Now, you can do that if you want to achieve a specific goal, but my guess is, is that first of all, you probably already know how to do that. You might have a coach that's done that for you. But the point of this episode is to teach you how to train and have faith rather than doubt when you're injured. So again, if you go out and run one mile 
in seven minutes. You should have confidence based on all those numbers that you can run a marathon in four hours. And that gives you something objective that you can use to build faith. And when you have faith, you're going to move faster. You're going to be more motivated to run. And of course, then you're able to go out and actually get the motivation to do some hard running like mile repeats at 715 because you have faith that that process is going to work for you. Now, when you think about this exact same concept that I know you can understand because you've probably done this before, well, the concept with injured runners is that it's really simple the way I think about it. If you have faith, you will move faster in the right direction with more confidence toward a goal. That goal, of course, is maintaining your running fitness. If you have doubt, the anxiety and fear created by uncomfortable anxiety will really rob you of the ability to take action. A one runner might get faith from an x-ray. Like let's say you go into the podiatrist's office, a doctor took an x-ray of the foot, looked at it, and she said, hey, there's good news. There was no crack in the bone, and so you don't have a stress fracture. So then what you would think is you would say, well, all right, great. I don't have a crack. I don't have a stress fracture. I'm going to start training today to get my running fitness back and get back to running as quickly as possible. Now, that exact same runner could go to that exact same doctor, get the exact same x-ray, and yet get doubt. The doctor could look at it, and instead she might say, well, you know, I don't really see a crack visible on the x-ray, but... I don't know. I mean, just because a crack doesn't show up, there still could be a stress reaction in the bone and the stress reaction doesn't show up on an x-ray. And we actually define a stress reaction in the bone as a grade two stress fracture. So technically, even though there's no crack, you might actually still have a stress fracture. And what would you do? You'd say, okay, well, then I guess I'm going to wear the fracture walking boot for a couple of weeks, and then I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit around and wait because my doctor said I can't run, and so I'm going to wait and do nothing, let my fitness dissolve, and then I'm going to go back and get another x-ray and see if I can get some faith from the x-ray that the doctor does at that time. If you're taking action to maintain your running fitness, you have faith that you're going to get better and that you're going to get back to running. If you have doubt you're not really going to do much of anything to maintain your running fitness because you're afraid, you're anxious, you think you're going to make it worse. The doctor has told you you're probably going to make it worse. And that leads to doubt and doubt leads to inaction. So if you take this example and you really think about it, what to do with your running fitness, the whole key with injured runners is that you have to do something to maintain your running fitness. And getting an x-ray is only one example of how to get some kind of objective evidence that actually tells you whether or not it's okay for you to train. And you've got to have confidence in your ability to train. So you can also keep track of a pain journal. You can get a second opinion. There are lots of different ways that you can get some confidence and start to have some faith and start to take some action that'll move you in the right direction. So if your situation is a stress fracture, you might want to check out the metatarsal stress fracture masterclass. You can get it for free. It's at docontherun.com slash stress fracture masterclass. Uh, you can also, of course, if you're interested in calculating these numbers because you're training after an injury, you might want to go check out the, the calculator that I put up for you. Uh, I didn't create it, but it's there. It's embedded in the site. You can use it. You go to docunrun.com, just click on the podcast tab, and then uh, go to this episode, and it'll be in the show notes on that page. Anyway, if you found this useful, if you like it, if you know somebody who's injured and might benefit from this, please like it, share it, subscribe, send this to them, share it with them. And I appreciate it if you would do that. And then I'll see you in the next episode.